Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along today with me as we get into the Word of God, talk about the Word of God, and pray over things that we learn. Today I'd like to do things a little bit differently. Rather than get into the Scripture, I'd like to talk about a current issue having to do with our neighbors up north in Canada. You know, every generation of Christians faces issues. Uh, the Roman Christians faced issues with their government. The German Christians faced issues with their government. The uh, Soviets and the Chinese Christians face issues with their government. And indeed, in our day and age, we have challenges in which we face issues with our government as well. I'd like to talk about some things that our neighbors up north in Canada are facing that we are facing as well. Maybe they're on the cutting edge of some things a bit ahead of us and that may be coming our way. And so we want to be proactive and be prepared and be thinking through things ahead of time. One thing we know in our day and age, one of the big battles really is between who's God, who's Lord. And in all honesty, that's always been the struggle of the domain of darkness versus the the, the, the kingdom of God versus the domain of darkness, of God's way versus the world's way, of, of, of God versus Satan. Who really is the Lord? Now, in our day, we, we have the rise of secularism. It's shown itself in various forms of communism, socialism, things of this needs, nature. In our day, uh, the secularism, it really comes down to tyranny because ultimately the God, whatever God we choose, is the omnipotent. He's the one in charge. He's the, he's the power. And if we will not serve and honor God as God, people will always find another God. And in our day, the God they often are going to is the God of government, giving power to government, acknowledging that government is the sovereign, the almighty, the provider. As Christians, we look to God, and because we look to God, we recognize the importance of government. We know that government is necessary, but we tend towards limited government because we believe that God is the almighty rather than us, rather than you or me. And so this morning, I'd like to read a letter from pastors to um, to their to to the that they wrote to their government related to the truckers strike and so on now listen I'm not up in Canada I don't know all that's going on there I know that it's, it seems like a peaceful protest that the government's coming down with a heavy hand upon them they're coming down with violence against them they're arresting them they're they're confiscating their trucks. They're confiscating their, they're, they're freezing their bank accounts, not letting them be involved uh, economically. They're, they're threatening to arrest them and say, well, go home. And if we find your pets, we'll, we're going to euthanize them. So what do we say here? What do we say? I'd like to read this letter. And from this letter, um, let's... Uh, Let's see what we can learn, because I think this letter from pastors to the government states very well what's going on and what we ought to be concerned about. Shall I read here? 
Dear Prime Minister, we are writing to you as representative pastors of Christian congregations from across the nation and as law-abiding citizens who respect the God-defined role of civil government and uphold the Canadian Charter of, freedom, of Rights and Freedoms, the highest law of our land, which recognizes the supremacy of God over all human legislation. For the past two years, we have sought to respectfully and peaceably make known to all levels of government our profound concern about the indefinite suspension of civil liberties, coercive mandates, and perpetual state of interference in the life, freedom, and worship of the church. Freedoms guaranteed by both our inherited common law tradition and charter. We've also prayed earnestly for our governing authorities, met with them, written letters and petitions, peacefully gathered for protest with other concerned citizens, and in some cases, filed lawsuits. We have used every lawful means at our disposal to be heard and taken seriously. Yet at every turn, we've been largely ignored, brushed aside, insulted, and even told we in no way represent Canadians. In recent weeks, the hugely popular truckers' convoy containing many Christians, including pastors, has captured the imagination not only of this nation, but of other nations around the world, laying bare that what we have expressed and argued for months, argued for months is indeed representative of the concern of millions of ordinary Canadians who value peace, personal responsibility, and liberty. The Ottawa protest has presented your government with a wonderful opportunity to meet with and speak with ordinary Canadians lawfully and peaceably requiring the restoration of their constitutional rights. However, in response to their singing, praying, dancing, candy floss, bouncy castles, speeches about the Constitution, and outpouring of patriotic love for the country, your government has not only refused to meet with these citizens to hear their concerns, you've insulted, denigrated, and lied about them, further dividing a hurting and broken nation. As ambassadors of Christ, whilst we, while we respect your office as public servants and honor the limited role of civil authority as a ministry of public justice, we do not hesitate to fulfill our responsibility as servants of the living God by unapologetically reminding you that Jesus Christ is Lord and King and ruler of the kings of the earth. He sets up kings and pulls down the mighty from their thrones, and none can stay his hand. In the words of the same scripture engraved on the Peace Tower in Ottawa and written into our very national coat of arms, quote, now, therefore, be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry and you perish in the way. When His wrath is kindled, but a little, blessed are those who put their trust in Him. Mr. Trudeau, with great respect, you are neither the king nor the ruler of Canada. Both you and your colleagues are public servants sent for a short time to Parliament at our behest as citizens to govern under God in terms of the Canadian Charter and to seek harmony of public legal interest. You do not grant people rights 
and responsibilities that are theirs as, God, as God's image bearers and a free people. Since you do not grant them, you do not have the authority to remove them. Your government does not grant people the right to their bodily integrity, the right to work or earn a living, the right to decide for their children or to be with their families or dying loved ones, the right to gather to worship and obey God, the right to travel in their own land or to enter and leave. Civil government exists to protect these pre-political and fundamental freedoms, not bestow and remove them as if they can function in the place of God. As such, we as Christian pastors condemn in the strongest possible terms your unprecedented invoking of the Emergency Powers Act with the intent of bringing unaccountable state power to bear on peaceful citizens, men, women, and children who have been stripped of their fundamental freedoms for two years and who have in many cases lost everything as a result of your government's mandates. There is no national emergency, and to invoke one to crush peaceful political dissent is a totalitarian act of repression, displaying weakness, not strength. These tyrannical actions are exposing this government and people to the judgment of God. And we are deeply concerned that you do not appreciate the significance of God's wrath upon a rebellious and lawless nation. We implore you to step back from the brink, restore the constitutional freedoms of the people, respect the God-given rights of our citizenry, and above all, to humble yourself and to take a knee before Christ the King lest you perish in the way. We urge you to repent of the sins of pride, rebellion against God, and bearing false witness. You have not displayed a brotherly care and love for these honest, hardworking people who have tried to peacefully bring this, their very serious concerns to your attention. Our hope and prayer for you and your government is that you will lift the emergency measures in these lawless mandates and act justice for a people who elected you for that purpose. For he shall have dominion from sea to sea. That's a powerful letter. That's a powerful letter, my friends. And personally, I just agree. I think I agree with every single word of it. This is, a, this is an issue of our time. I see people on here come from India. and th- This is an issue for you, but not quite as well because you are in a you're in a different country with different, um, uh, primarily a Hindu country with a Hindu nationalist government going on right now. And so these are battles that are true to you too, but in a different way for us from a nation of a Christian heritage and, and Canada from nations of a Christian heritage where we want to be able, we want to say, this is a battle that we're engaged in. So I want to say we pray for our friends in Canada. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Canada. We pray that in this struggle of tyranny versus freedom, and we don't want, you know, there are people who abuse freedom, of course. Our goal in freedom is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, that we might live a peaceful life in all godliness and dignity. As we go about sharing the gospel, as we go about living our Christian life, this, the, the march of freedom, the the, 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 the arc of justice, shall we say, bends towards freedom and justice. 
And as we see that with this coronavirus and the reactions of some of our governments, the heavy handedness, the heavy handedness in in um, in Canada right now, it's concerning. It's alarming. Our government in America has not said a word about it. We've seen the the the, the uh, a, a power crackdown that really is worthy of, of shall we say it's tyrannical we've seen that right to our north just hours north of where i live right now in in probably our closest ally and our state department our government our white house has said not a word to condemn this and and dare i say we we pray for them we pray they'd stand the line we pray for liberty and freedom and justice there and we pray that such things don't come down to our country shall we pray Father in heaven, we want to pray today and support our, our friends, our brothers, our sisters, those who are standing for freedom, those who are saying that Jesus is king, that our, our, our leaders are public servants. They're not our kings. They're not our dictators. They're not our rulers. They're, they're not to uh, interfere with certain God-given rights that they exist to secure and to protect our rights, not to trample upon them. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Canada, and I know they're protesting. Give them wisdom. It would be so easy to respond in the flesh, to return evil for evil. Lord, help them to rise above the way they're being treated. Help them not to respond in the flesh. Help them not to, I pray they've not turned violent. I pray, Lord, they'd not uh, give reason for, I pray that they would do right, and if they suffer, they'd suffer for doing right and thus inherit a blessing. We pray they would stand firm and right and just and do good. And we pray that their protests and concerns would be heard. We would pray for the, the uh, public servant leaders, Justin Trudeau and those in his government. Father, that they would humble themselves before you and before others. They would hear the concern of those they're called to serve. They would not just come down with a heavy hand upon them. We pray, Father, for a peaceful solution there in Canada. And we pray that freedom might prevail. And Lord, as we're just concerned, the, the balance of power between free people and a, and a government called to have order, the pendulum has swung so far towards, towards uh, denying of freedoms and an invasion of personal rights. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that pendulum will swing back to the proper balance. We pray, Father. In days that we're, there's, there's concern, Lord, we see tyranny. We, we have a history. We study our history. We see where godless men have persecuted. They've gained power, and they've, they've stood, uh, persecuted that which is right. We pray for peace in our land. And, Father, we pray for revival because our, our solution, Lord, is not uh, – a, a, we, we don't believe politics is the answer. Lord, our hope and prayer is that government would be limited so that, that, that you might be, your word and your ways and your truth might prevail and might run rapidly and might spread through the land. That's what we pray for. We don't look to government to solve our problems. We're looking to you, and so we pray for revival in our land. Raise up a whole host of mighty preachers of your gospel and teachers of your word, we pray. We pray that for Canada. We pray that for America. We pray that throughout the world, Lord, every country every country, that your truth might prevail, your gospel might run rapidly and be glorified. 
Thank you, Lord, for those who preach your gospel, missionaries all over the world. Thank you for each individual. Father, might we know what we believe, stand for it courageously, and, and persuade others to join with us. We pray these things, and we bless you and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for joining me today. I had a couple techni technical difficulties early on getting started uh, this morning. It's it actually the follow-up of yesterday's technical difficulty. I'm sorry. I'm still learning some things, and it's a, this is kind of a one-man show right here, and so sometimes I make a mistake. We're getting it right. I thank you you're with me. Come back every day. Share this with your friends. Share this with your brothers and sisters. We want to speak truth. And I pray that we do from God's word and we apply it to our lives today where we can make a difference. There's some things we can't make a difference in. And all we can do is pray. I'm not in Canada. Those people are standing for what's right. We pray for them. This letter that we read, which, by the way, is from LibertyCoalitionCanada.com. And uh, you might reread it. I think there's a lot of wisdom in it. God bless you. You have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 830 sharp, Lord willing. And we'll have the technical problems worked out. God bless you. See you then. Bye-bye.